0: Do you know who translated the Book of Ether? Was it Moroni? Actually, it's much more complicated than at first you might think. Reading between the lines, it took at least four different prophets to compose the Book of Ether that we love to read in our Book of Mormon today. This is Between the Lines of the Book of Mormon, and we're your hosts. I'm Jay Harris. And I'm Andrew Harris. And we welcome you to another, hopefully interesting podcast today. We have talked about the fact that Mormon got the large plates of Nephi, and then added onto those plates, but also began at that point to make an abridgment. He went back through the records, and they were so ponderous and large that he began to take just the highlights from that writing in order to make an abridgment. What did Mormon end up with in his abridgment?
1: The writings of Lehi and the
0: writings of all the different kings of the Nephites. Okay, so it had Nephi's writing, King Nephi the King Nephi the on down through. On that original abridgment, did he have the writings of Jacob? No, not no. Jacob or Enos or Enos, or Jerem,
1: those were on the or small Omni, of or a Malachi, But he had all the kings and all the, the writings of the, of the kings. Exactly. I assume that that's where we get most of Alma's writings. He might have had some other records, too, that we don't know about. He might have had some writings, for instance, uh, of Abinadi's trial. Maybe there was a court record of that that he had to work off of, because yeah. we don't know where he gets all of his information that he abridged
0: sure he had to pick and choose the information he would include in his abridgment he just included the facts that he considered to be most important to his readers in the last days why don't we have those first books that mormon translated lehi. lehi through mosiah the, those the writings were lost those were the joseph smith translated them But Martin Harris lost those translated pages. And they've never been found. At the end of his writing, Mormon discovered the small plates of Nephi. And rather than abridge them, he took the small plates and just stuck them on the end. He didn't at that time know why, but he understood that it was a wise purpose of the Lord that they would be included. And those are the plates that we have translated in our current Book of Mormon. Yeah. The writings on the small plates of Nephi replace the first 470 years of the writings of the kings of the Nephite people, from Nephi down to Mosiah. Yeah. That's quite startling. It's such a blessing that Mormon included those records. Yeah. When Mormon finished his writings, he then gave the plates to his son Moroni. The first thing that Moroni did was to add on to the plates the history of the Jaredite people, which is the Book of Ether. Who Hmm. translated the Book of Ether? Well, most people probably would say Moroni, and Moroni gives us
1: that record, but he's not the one who actually did the translating. The Book of Ether is taken from 24 golden plates that were found by the people of Limhi.
0: So we're going way back back. (laughs) to Messiah where these people had left. Yeah, they'd left Zarahemla and had gone up to the land of Nephi. And King Limhi then was under rule of the Lamanites, terrible rule. And he thought, we have got to escape. And so he decided to send out 43 people to go find the land of Zarahemla.
1: Yeah. And it must have been hard to find Because they they got lost a couple times trying to find
0: it. They searched and searched and couldn't find the land of Zarahemla. Clear back in Mosiah eight eight, they were lost in the wilderness for the space of many days. Yet they were diligent and found not the land of Zarahemla, but returned to this land, having traveled in a land among many waters, having discovered a land which was covered with the bones of men and of beasts and was also covered with ruins of buildings of every kind, having discovered a land which had been peopled with a people who were as numerous as the hosts of Israel. And for a testimony that the things they had said are true, they have brought 24 plates, which are filled with engravings, and they are of pure gold. Yeah. And these must have been
1: large plates, because... Moroni tells us that at the end of the Book of Ether that he only copied about a hundredth part. So there's lots of these writings on these 24 golden plates. That we don't have now. And maybe it was front and back. I don't know.
0: But like they must have been large plates with lots of writing on there. King Limhi then took these plates with him when yeah. they finally escaped from their land and were led by a man named Ammon, who is from different, Zarahemla. Different Ammon than the other one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And they followed Ammon back, and they found the land of Zarahemla. And they were so happy to finally be free of Lamanite tyranny and back to a land of peace. Yeah. And they were greeted by King Mosiah. This is in Mosiah twenty-two fourteen. Mosiah received them with joy, and he also received their records, and also the records which had been found by the people of Limhi. Yeah. So these were the 24 gold plates that now are in the hands of Mosiah.
1: It's really significant that Mosiah had those plates because out of all the people in the world who could translate it, he was one of the very few that would be able to do that. They were in a foreign language, and so they had to be translated through revelation, through the power of God.
0: Mosiah had these tools at his disposal. He had a a yirm and thummim. And he had the two stones fixed to a bow, these translator stones, which were passed down from generation to generation, which allowed a person to translate languages. Yeah. And so Mosiah, over the next approximately 30 years, translated these 24 gold plates. Now, we think that Moroni translated, but it was really Mosiah who originally translated these plates from Jaredite language to Nephite language. Yeah. This is in Mosiah 28, verse 17. Now, after Mosiah had finished translating these records, behold, it gave an account of the people who were destroyed from the time that they were destroyed back to the building of the great tower at the time the Lord confounded the language of the people so Mosiah finished translating these records and then passed them down, not to his sons, but to Alma. And Alma then and his family then took those records and passed them down along with the other records that, that were kept in the large plates of Nephi. Yeah. So we know that Mormon translated the greatest portion of the Book of Mormon. But when he was finished, Moroni added the Book of Ether. How did he translate the Book of Ether? What did he do? So I don't think he had to do much translating. He understood the
1: language of Mosiah. It might have been slightly different. It was about 500 years or so. Over that 500 years, the language probably changed a bit. He basically just had to take that record of Mosiah and abridge it into the version that we have now. Not the version we have now, actually, because... Joseph Smith had to take it then and translate it to the version that we have now. Into English, that's right.
0: That was then added on to the abridgment that Mormon had made on the gold plates. Yeah. So, let's just quickly go through again. Who created the book of Ether that we have today? First of all... Ether. (laughs) Ether wrote it. Second of all... Mosiah translated it. Mosiah translated it into the Nephite language. Third... Moronite abridged it. Moronite probably updated the language Maybe and abridged transla- it.
1: yeah. And then fourth, and then Joseph Smith translated it into English. And, and then, then <laughs> it's been now taken and translated into a hundred different languages. Other different languages. <laughs> That's yeah. right.
0: Just all over the world, it's translated. Joseph Smith used the Urim and Thummim and the seer stones to translate ancient writings into English. Fortunately, we don't have to do that anymore. We have computers and people who are experts in language translation who can translate the Book of Ether and the Book of Mormon into all those languages around the world. One
1: of the most interesting parts of all this is just how complicated it all is and how needlessly complicated it would have been if you were just making this whole story up. (laughs) Like, I don't know why you would bother to have such a complicated story if you were just making it up.
0: And we love the Book of Ether because it's different than the Book of Mormon. Yeah. It has a different feel to it, a different yeah. writing style to it. It's a book within a book. Written by Jaredite, translated by Nephites, and then finally translated into English. Four prophets succeeded in translating it into the book that we have today. Thank you so much for listening today. In this podcast, we talked about the creation of the Book of Ether. In the next two podcasts, we'll talk about the contents of the Book of Ether. We hope you'll join us. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please review and share. Until we review another topic next time, enjoy your reading.